0: Wrestling fans, are you ready?
1: For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, Uh, let's get ready to rumble!
0: Stupid idiots. Such a matcha thong wearing fatty. Party's over, Grandpa. Kane was there! Kane was there too! Yeah! No enhancement needed.
1: This is Monday Night Raw!
0: This life way! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Wrestle Rant Radio for August second, twenty eighteen. I'm Graham Giauque Matthews. Hope you guys are doing well. Not too much going on in the world of wrestling this past week. We had a few deaths on Sunday. Very sad day in the world of wrestling. Nikita Koloff passing away. Brickhouse Brown, um, Brian Christopher, the former Grandmaster Sexay from Too Cool. So all passing away. My condolences go out to them and the families. Um, but nonetheless, we are talking Raw. Maybe some SmackDown here on today's show, but it's not going to be your ordinary episode of Rant Radio. So we've got a very special guest. He joined me on Hashtag AskGSM on Wednesday on the YouTube channel. Today she joins me for the first time ever on Rant Radio, making her WrestleRant Radio debut, my amazing girlfriend, Alexis. Welcome, Alexis, to Rant Radio.
1: Hello. <laughs> I'm feeling great. How no, about you?
0: I'm doing absolutely phenomenal. I'm not really sure how else to welcome you here to the show by just saying... Welcome to the show. It's really an honor to have you here for the uh, first time. Thank you for coming on.
1: It's an honor to be here, sir.
0: The first of many appearances here on WrestleMania Radio, I'm sure. So I know we talked about this a few days ago, and maybe at some point I can have you back on to talk about this, because I just finished watching Glow Season 2. Your mom watched the whole show, Season 1 and 2. I'm not sure if she watched Season 1 when it first premiered, Mm -hmm. or if she watched it when Season 2 came out a few weeks ago. I'm not sure. I finally caught up on it. I loved it. I want to get your two cents when you watch, hopefully, the whole show I at need some to point. Watch it. If you watch it, the episodes are around a half hour long. There's about, I think, 10 episodes in each season. Um, so it takes about maybe 10 hours, 10, 11 hours in total to watch the whole show.
1: Oh, that'll take me a day then.
0: Watch both seasons, yeah. Yeah. So shouldn't take too, too long. And um, we can talk about it on a feature edition of Russell Rant Radio. And you have big shoes to fill. Because it was about a year ago here on the show, I had my own grandmother on. To help me break down Glow Season 1, who you might be meeting on Saturday. She came here on the show, Grandma Matthews, to break down um, Glow Season 1 because she watched it, or at least most of it. It was it was pretty crazy. It was pretty awesome. She's uh, very talkative, so it was uh, very cool to have her on That's the show cool. to talk about Glow Season 1. I like bringing on people that aren't normally like hardcore wrestling fans and talk about wrestling-related stuff, like Glow. So anyway, that's um, at some point down the road, but first and foremost, you guys can check out new episodes of WrestleRant Radio every single Thursday, not only right here on Next Day Wrestling.net, but also on iTunes. Simply search up WrestleRant Radio on Apple Podcast. rate the show, review the show, subscribe to the show. You not only get every new episode on Thursdays, you get every archived episode dating back to October of 2013, obviously completely free of charge. So subscribe today at WrestleRant Radio. New episodes every single Thursdays. In addition to NextDayWrestling.net, also on iTunes. It is now easier than ever to check out WrestleRant Radio. You can find me on the socials, on WrestleRant, on Twitter, at WrestleRant, I should say. Facebook as well, facebook.com backslash graham.gsm.matthews. On YouTube at youtube.com backslash c backslash Matthews. And finally, on my all-new Instagram, as she prompted me to create one um it's instagram romina like insta then gram g-r-a-h-a-m then m-i-r-m-i-n-a and before we get started here talking all about raw for monday night alexis anything that you would like to plug any projects any socials you're on uh facebook twitter insta myspace aim gmail xbox <laughs> live all that shit now tumblr. so tumblr you know um Um, Wix and Weebly and everything you know everything known to man WordPress you're on the the Tinders and the Grinders and whatever the fuck and everything else so hopefully not Um, at least for my sake but um, yeah so um, you know what, what do you want and what would you like to plug
1: the only thing that I'm... Uh...
0: Farmersonly.com. Farmersmingle.com. You're oh, on there, too. no. We don't talk about that. <laughs> we'll save that for another episode. Exactly. Gotcha. That's for the... Farming episode. Farming episode. The other podcast today that people should yeah, not know about. Yeah,
1: farmersonly.org.
0: That's a different type of wrestling, but anyway, oh. so go on over. Yeah, where, where, where can people find you on the socials?
1: I'm starting a YouTube channel. That's the only thing that, I, that I'm that i thinking of right awesome. now. Awesome. Anything else?
0: Starting. Not have starting later
1: down the line.
0: Big projects? You'll just,
1: you'll just want to follow me even more.
0: Big things popping, little things stopping. Here with Alexis uh, right here on the show. Absolutely. So, what about your? Uh, you don't want to plug your Twitter or Instagram? Or not nothing? yet. Not yet. Not yet. She's not a big star yet. She is in my heart, but she will be a big star in the public eye before long. People can check that out. So, like I said, we watched Raw together on Monday night at your residence, the Alexis residence, with the fam on the show was not good. Um, it was not very that good. We did not watch SmackDown together. You, do, do you have any SmackDown notes or you just have the results in front of you?
1: I have the results and I have a little bit of my two cents. I know okay. it's not, not worth it really because I didn't really watch it. I was working.
0: Yeah. So I'll have some general questions about you about SmackDown as we progress here. Um, but we did watch Raw. As you called it, a little flat on Monday, which I would agree with. But it's not about what I watch. It's really about who I watch it with and how I watch it. And therefore, it was an enjoyable viewing experience with you on Monday night, so hopefully the first of many times you will be watching the shows and SmackDowns and pay-per-views and stuff together moving forward. But um, yeah, before we get started, your general overall thoughts on Raw, having not watched... I mean, you watched Raw a few weeks ago with me, but like, your first Raw show, generally, relatively speaking, in a few years, you have not watched Raw in a while... How much has it changed, for the better or for the worse? It's
1: changed for worse, so much. Really? Okay. It's Gotten really different.
0: Elaborate, please.
1: First of all, all the all the people that I watch, like like we were talking about on um, uh, your Q and A on hashtag like, AskJason. Yeah. Yes. Subscribe uh, to the show now. Actually, New episodes uh, every Wednesdays. Uh, ask Alexis, but whatever.
0: Oh, okay. Slandering so <laughs> me on the show. Five minutes in, all right. No problem. <laughs>
1: It's
0: actually sixty-two minutes, but whatever. It was six minutes and two seconds, and so it was six six wow. minutes. Wow! So hear
1: that, guys? Wow! It,
0: you know, my birthday's on June second, so six. Oh, two, six okay. two, so I just saw that my I thought it was May twenty-first. Everyone get me
1: a birthday
0: present. Okay, I'll definitely get your birthday present. So say if you're good, as long as you make it to the show in one piece. Oh, okay. And you don't, you know, prompt me to, you know, harass you. I don't want to do that in here on the audio. You know, cops will be called, and I'm really, I'm digressing, <laughs> I'm rambling. So yeah, I know. Please continue.
1: Um, like first of all, like you know the women has gotten really different um that's for the better though but i don't know about on mondays Mm, uh it's kind of just bad
0: Uh oh we'll talk about that
1: and i don't know if this was a thing originally but i'm just discovering that like some people are only on raw other people are only on smackdown and that's that's news to me it's probably been a thing i don't know um groups are forming all this other stuff so I kind of just feel like I've been thrown into like a pond and they're like swim swim and I don't really know
0: that's me I'm telling you because I'm not expecting sink or swim yeah
1: I wasn't expecting all the changes to be made and some of them I just don't like maybe it's just because I don't really like big change on stuff like WWE just in general yeah in general yeah
0: just big change I think it's for the better I mean of course you have not in this case you have not watched in at least two years because they've had this brand extension, brand split, as they call it, since the summer of 2016. So, Which means that you have separate rosters, distinct rosters for both Raw and SmackDown. Which I think is good because it makes SmackDown a lot more must-see. So for example, before a few years ago when you first started watching, if you saw Roman Reigns versus Alberto Dario on Raw, very likely if it ended on a DQ on Raw, if it ended on a disqualification, you would get a rematch that same week on SmackDown. And I do not want to watch the same shit I just saw on Raw on SmackDown too. But now, because it's two different rosters, you see completely different people.
1: Well it's it's better like that though, but it's also worse in other aspects.
0: It's worse in other aspects. Any other thoughts on that?
1: I don't know. I just maybe maybe it's just my opinion. What do, do you think it's better and all I aspects? think it's way
0: better. I think it's way better. I think it's just more a matter of preference.
1: It probably is, though.
0: And I think it's also a matter of what you started watching on. Because when you started watching, it was all one show. Everyone was on every show. Yeah. But I think that's a... But when I started watching, it was two distinct rosters. So that's why I like it. And they went kind of went away from that, and they went back to it a few years ago. Oh, okay. I like that because it gives more performers like more opportunities. Like, for example... If you see Brock Lesnar... He's the world champion on Raw... Nothing is going to change that... If there was only one world championship... There was a universal championship right now... And a WWE title... That one world championship... If they were both merged... Would be held by Brock Lesnar... Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles... whoever's the champion on SmackDown right now... Would not be nearly as big of a star... If everyone was in the picture... Because they have so many more people on the roster now... Than there used to be... And you can only focus on so many people at one time... Which is why they can focus on different people... On different shows... If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you get more opportunities. And so instead of having one women's champion, you have two. You'll have Alexa Bliss and Carmella. If it was just one women's title, it'd probably just be Alexa Bliss and then Carmella wouldn't be doing anything. Not like I care because I don't really care about Carmella. But you know what I'm saying? Because they have more yeah. women now. They have more tag teams now. They have more men now. They have more everything now. And you got to spread the talent. on, you know, a little. You can't spread them too thin by having them on every single show. That's purely my opinion. I think it's better well, the way it is. I
1: trust you because you're, you know I clearly, you know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, no, but it, there, me. there there are people, though, who have been watching longer than I have that prefer it to only one show. So it is just it a matter of It's all of a preference. matter
1: of opinion.
0: It is all a matter of opinion. So, I mean, it all depends. And I also think it's good because if you don't like Raw, you can at least watch SmackDown. SmackDown, I think, is a great alternative to Raw because if it was all one show, SmackDown's bound to be every bit as lifeless as Raw is. You know what I'm saying? I just think it makes SmackDown a much better, stronger show overall on its own. Than if it was lumped in with Raw and you saw Johnson in every match on both shows. Like, I don't really care for that too much at all. Mm-hmm. But that's just my two cents on that. One of to get your um your two cents on the brand split of today. So, we got Alexis's thoughts on that. But moving into Raw from this past week, kick things off with the aforementioned Roman Reigns coming out and declaring that he will be beating Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam for the Universal Championship. Um, which is, I know you haven't been watching too long now consistently but this is a been there done that type of situation Brock Lesnar has faced Roman Reigns on multiple occasions in the main event of WrestleMania 31 in the main event of WrestleMania 34 in the main event of a greatest Royal Rumble show from Saudi Arabia a few months ago Brock Lesnar has won every single time Roman Reigns has yet to beat Brock Lesnar one-on-one for that championship and also you were asking me while we were watching the show what's the beef between these two guys well the beef is this Brock Lesnar despite being the world champion is never around which is not a good thing that is not the norm you might think it's normal norm because you're only starting to get back into it, but it's not the norm. The champion is always on the show. Brock is never on the show unless the money's right, both in storyline and in real life. Roman Reigns is like, I'm always here, I'm the guy, I should get the belt, blah, blah, blah. And just no one cares. No one likes Roman Reigns. No one wants to see Roman be the one to slay the beast that is Brock Lesnar. They would have it rather be a Daniel Bryan or a Seth Rollins who are just natural crowd favorites anyway. So Roman Reigns will likely be the one to beat Brock, even though you do not think it will be.
1: Why do you think he's going to beat him?
0: Because, Roman, you can only get so many shots, and then you finally win. If you had You're 30 shots... you
1: from, from a technical... Statistical
0: kind of, standpoint. Okay. If you get that 30 point, shots yeah. to win a game, to okay. win a basketball game, one out of those 30 times, you are bound to win. At And least you think one. it's going to be this one? I think it's going to be this one. The time is right. He's got to win eventually. Brock Lesnar has a sight set on UFC. He said that on Monday. He has a sight set on becoming a simultaneous champion in the UFC and in the WWE, and Roman Reigns will not allow that to happen. Not because they want Roman to win. I'd rather have the belt on Braun Strowman. He has misdrew money in the bank right now. Um, But I I think it's going to be Roman. I think it's going to be Roman at uh, SummerSlam. But then before, anyway, before I get your thoughts on that, Paul Heyman comes out, basically says, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, but expecting a different result each time, which is exactly what Roman Reigns is going through. And is also what WWE is going through right now with Roman Reigns, expecting that if they keep on giving Roman Reigns title shots, they expect him to be cheered. And he's not. People don't like Roman Reigns. They just, they just won't. Unless they turn him into a bad guy, a heel, whatever, they, they, they will not accept Roman Reigns as the guy that the company wants him to be. So they bickered back and forth. And Kurt Hangel later said to Paul Heyman backstage, if Brock Lesnar does not appear in front of the audience tonight, in front of this live crowd, he will be fired. So what were your thoughts in the opening segment to Raw this week? Did it make you want to watch the rest of the show? Did it compel you to like, oh my God, I can't wait to find out what happens next with Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, and Brock Lesnar?
1: It didn't like drag me into the, it it didn't pull me into the storyline of that. Usually like um, SmackDown actually did, which is weird because I just read SmackDown. I didn't even watch it. Mm Mm-hmm. Shout out to the
0: doctor Chris Mueller, by the way, with his uh, awesome coverage on Bleacher Report. The guy's the gym. So he's been he's a WrestleRant Radio alum as well. But would love to bring that up. Just wanted to bring that up. Sorry.
1: Well, um, <laughs> I can kind of see your point now. I kind of agree with what you were saying, but I I think just from just from looking at those two as wrestlers, I think Brock. Since since you're like yeah Brock. Beats him every single time. Like no shit, he would usually beat him. But maybe it's just this one time that he loses.
0: Maybe. Maybe Brock never loses. He only lost to one guy. He did say he doesn't
1: want to be there anymore, and he clearly said he would rather be he would rather be at home doing nothing than than being here
0: on the show. Yeah. So
1: if you're not in it to win it, then maybe you're just not gonna win it.
0: Not just gonna win it. No. Just go home. Quit.
1: Quit. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. So, I can kind of see your point. Maybe I agree with you a little bit.
0: So we'll say, okay. I want
1: Brock to win just because I, I really like him.
0: I like Brock, but I think it's time to move on. He's been the champion now, Alexis, since WrestleMania 33, which was in April of 2017. That's a long time. That's
1: a very long time.
0: And I know CM Punk, when The Rock beat him for his championship at the time, where he was champion for 434 days, yeah. which was also like a year and a half. Yeah. CM Punk was on every show. CM Punk was always on Raw. He never not appeared on Raw. He was there all the all the time. And he was a great champion. He had a lot of great matches. Brock Lesnar was never around. And I feel like the only match I've seen since Brock Lesnar won the title was is Brock Lesnar versus fucking Roman Reigns. And it's time to move on. No one cares anymore. So anyway, um yeah, so that was the opening segment to Raw this past week. More on that at the end of the show, because Brock Lesnar did ultimately resurface on Raw. Surprise, surprise, spoiler. Um, we'll talk more about that a little later on. Our first match of the night was Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin in a rematch from the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. And what I thought was a better match um, than what we saw at Extreme Rules. They thought they worked well together. They had a pretty good match. We're given a ton of time. Almost 20 minutes, which is pretty rare for a Raw match. Got a ton of time to go out there have a good match. Baron Corbin won. clean as a sheet. Didn't cheat. Didn't do anything dastardly. Won the match on his own. Um, evening the score. Likely setting up a rubber match. Um, you know, like He's one one. The other guy's one one. Setting up the ultimate deciding match for SummerSlam. Um, but you asked a very important question while the match was going on: What's what's the beef here? What, what's the purpose? Yeah. I, and I, I said, want to know that. Well, Finn Balor beat him the first time, so Baron Corbin wants to get his win back. Like he wants to beat. Like that's it. There's nothing else to this feud than just that. Aside it's from weak. Baron Corbin, it's weak. It's a weak feud. And the thing with Baron Corbin and Finn Balor said the whole thing is that. Baron Corbin says that Finn Balor's too small. And it's it's a very basic storyline that's just not working. It feels very lazy to do what you said.
1: Feels flat.
0: Feels flat and feels like filler. Just like just something to get on the show, just to kill time on the television show. Yeah. Does it not feel like it serves any sort of purpose or any feel does it not feel any uh, does it not feel meaningful whatsoever in the slightest. Um, so that was that Baron Corbin won the match your thoughts on the match from what you saw and just the feud quote unquote if you can really call it that because there's no real bad blood here on the whole
1: there's no there's no bad blood there it's such a weak feud it's such an excuse to have something and fill time that to me I didn't really pay any attention to it and I just kind of saw it as unimportant I, I don't really know these wrestlers either because I just started watching recently again after not watching for for a little while so, I kind of was just like, eh, screw them. I don't really care that much. I'm not really putting all of my attention into this. I'm just going to. Sure. Write down. Your notes. My notes, which were better than your notes. But okay. That's besides the point, ladies and gentlemen. Mm, it is
0: very much the point, exactly. Well, we'll get back to that. Yeah. You're know. not finished. And I'm not finished with you. <sighs> Teasing tension here on the show. But yeah, you're, you're <laughs> for any other additional thoughts on the match?
1: Um, it didn't really stand out to me. No. Just a match? It was just a match. It just was there. Just kind of there? Yeah. But I, I had kind of that feeling during a couple of them. Maybe it's because I haven't... I'm kind of thrown into the loop right now. hmm But I kind of felt like that multiple times on Monday. That it was just kind of like... It was just there. Like, oh, yeah, it's just there. Nothing really grabbed me in, which I feel like it should do that. Especially if someone's, like, watching for the first time. Yeah. It should just get... Absolutely. They should just get right into it and really, like, get hooked into it. It wasn't like that with me. I was just kind of like, all right, whatever.
0: They should give. They should make every single show, like, the first time that anyone is watching.
1: Exactly. Anyone can be like flipping our...
0: through the channels and be like, okay, what is this? And want to be compelled to watch exactly. the rest. I'm not saying relive every match they've ever had because you can't do that. that. That's insulting the intelligence of fans like me that watch every week and that know what's going on. But you can do a better job of trying to hook people. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is that what they did on Monday doesn't do anything for the casual fans such as yourself make you want to watch but it doesn't do anything for me either it's not like it's just catering to the, the, the hardcore fans it doesn't do anything for me either it's just a fucking match you know what I mean it was a good match but it wasn't like there was nothing on the line there was nothing at stake you stole my girlfriend this is my revenge like there's nothing you know yeah
1: I was looking for stuff at stake and, and like real drama no drama like pure it, it was just
0: that's the heart and soul of pro wrestling there was nothing there whatsoever it was just a match yeah so, I know Baron Corbin is a relatively new character. You're not really all that familiar with him yet. Uh-huh. He's the Constable of Raw. He's one of the main authority figures as appointed by Stephanie McMahon. Oh. Who I fucking hate. That's why they call him I Constable Corbin. So, yeah. Thankfully, she's not on the show as much anymore, but she still has a presence on the show nonetheless. She was on the show last week to announce the all-women's pay-per-view. Um, but anyway, because she takes credit for that type of thing, even though she shouldn't. Um, with Finn Balor, have you you've seen Finn Balor before or no?
1: Yes, I have. The
0: Demon stuff or no? No.
1: Um, does he have long hair? Was That was someone else. That was Neville.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, Neville. Yeah, you might know Neville. Okay,
1: that's a long time ago. But... I think
0: Balor arrived on the scene. He was in NXT at the time that you were watching the main roster because Neville showed up and he's now kind of gone. Um,
1: Does he show up anymore?
0: No, he was actually, he was on the roster and then they didn't really do anything for a while, about two years ago. He got hurt, was off the show for a while, came back, and they put him in what they call the cruiserweight division which is like they're smaller guys but they're really really good wrestlers and they're on a whole other show they used to be on Raw they took him off and put him on their own show on the WWE Network and Neville was like the face of that division for a while and then he just got sick of how they were using him the company that is and he just walked out and has been sitting out the rest of his contract ever since Wow! and that was last October yeah. Wow. That's, much when went I went,
1: that's when I went to school
0: yeah so that's why I haven't seen him
1: that's why I haven't seen him perfect
0: yeah so uh, yeah he's been gone ever since but, um, yeah, no, Finn Balor is great. The big talk coming out of this match was that people feel that he's underutilized. The guy's really, really good, but he's not really given a chance to show it, and he's also losing more often than he wins. Mm-hmm. So he kind of comes across like just another ordinary guy in the roster, whereas he should feel more special than he does. And matches like this will not accomplish that. So, no. Like I said, I think they'll have another match at SummerSlam. Who wins? Who gives a shit is more like the question, because no one cares. If there's nothing on the line, the winner doesn't get this or that or whatever. And there's no stipulation in the match. Like, If there was no disqualification, that'd be one thing. But if it was another standard singles match between the two, who the fuck could possibly care? Moving on. Uh, another match I could not give two shits about.
1: I don't care about this one whatsoever.
0: Alicia Fox and Natalia. So Natalia is the buddy-buddy of Ronda Rousey. And Alicia Fox just came back from injury. She's been gone for like six months now. Did not even notice that she was gone. That's how irrelevant Alicia Fox is. She has now been in the company for a decade. Really? A decade.
1: I never knew she existed.
0: Do you know who Edge is? Edge. Edge. No. No, I think he, he retired well before you started watching. But Edge is great. I was going to say that she debuted as the wedding planner for her care for his character and then kind of became a wrestler shortly thereafter. That. But yeah, she's been in WWE now for over 10 years, okay? Wow. She's won one championship a month title reign. Lasted a month with the Davis Championship back in like 2010. Has done nothing of note ever since. Um, But yeah, she won this match shockingly enough with help from Alexa Bliss. The match sucked. So unlike Corbin and Valor which was at least well wrestled and I liked it. This sucked. It was pointless. Alicia Fox picks up a win which I would assume was meant was designed to give her a win to make her feel more like a threat when she faces Ronda Rousey next week which I think was the point of that. Um, but yeah, Alicia Fox, still employed, wins against Natalia. Your thoughts?
1: I, this does nothing for me. Nothing for me.
0: This is why I, I, I hate it, because the women have come so far, but I can't show you that when they give you shit like this.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's not an example of how far they've come, because this is more of the same shit. It's a three-minute match and no one gives a shit about, mm. with two women that no one gives a shit about. Natalia does not do anything for me at all. She is very annoying as a character, very annoying. And just, uh, I don't know, I'm just very tired and of uh, sick and tired of seeing her on my TV. And Alicia Fox, Dave. So if you put them in the same match, that has disaster written all over it. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, they, they spice yeah, spiced some things up afterward with Ronda Rousey coming to the aid of um, Natalia, Laying out Alexa, bless you, brain off. Laying out Alicia Fox. Setting up Ronda Rousey versus Alicia Fox. And Ronda Rousey's first ever match on Raw. For next week. So are you looking forward to that? And what do you expect the result of it?
1: I'm looking forward to that because I really like Ronda Rousey. I really like her. She, I, I heard bad things about her from other people at the school I, I went to. Understandable. Um, And I was expecting bad things. I was kind of judging her low-key. Mm-hmm. So when I saw her, I was like, oh, okay, great. This is her, whatever. And then she came on, and two minutes later, I was like, I love her. Like she just has, she honestly, I looked at her for two seconds. She has star quality. She does. She has star quality and she blew up on there. Yeah. And I wasn't even watching and I knew she blew up on there. Yeah. Everyone knew about her.
0: Yeah, exactly. She's a star. If you can see someone and see that they have star potential, that's a good sign. She's
1: kind of like, like, you know, John Cena, The Rock, where they kind of, they have star quality. Yeah. They had
0: that it factor. Yeah.
1: She has the, the it factor. And I haven't seen that in any of the other girls or women.
0: Women. Don't say the D word. Don't say that D word.
1: I didn't know they weren't called divas. Anymore. Ah, you, called, you said I it. I wrote it down in here. Oh had...
0: my God. They're not divas. They're I women. I didn't know that. Women. Women. I work with divas at work. I work... I, I see divas all the time. Is that what they're called? What are they? They are...
1: Divas. No, they're not divas. <laughs> they're fucking...
0: What is it? W? Bitches? Oh <laughs> my God. Imagine that. whole. Oh, here come the bitches, you know? <laughs> Imagine that. Um, the WWE Bitches Championship. Ah. <laughs>
1: now, do you think... Is Alicia Fox a good wrestler? No, she sucks. So then why why is she against Ronda Rousey?
0: Why is she facing her? Yeah. Because it's a quick win for Ronda Rousey. It's a good way to like... It's not that it's going to be a good match. It's more like a freaking mercy killing. It's like the sheep from Jurassic Park being thrown into the, the dinosaur's mouth because they just want to see the dinosaur. It's more fun to see the dinosaur eat the sheep. Then, okay, maybe not in your case because you're a vegetarian. But, like, normally, um, you know, it's cool to see that destruction and an actual good match.
1: Yeah, because when, when when I saw that, I was like, really?
0: It's She's the loser. She but is. It's going to be fun to see her get destroyed, is what I'm saying. It's going to be like, oh, this is going to be great. Ronda Rousey's going to whip her ass. So I can't wait. Ronda Rousey's awesome. She is facing Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam in a few weeks. Which I like the I like the dynamic there because I know you've seen a little of Alexa Bliss, yeah. But she comes across as such a bitch. She plays the role very very well. She's not amazing as a wrestler, but she's. Good enough to have decent matches. She has
1: a good character, so I think that's what's putting her through. Yeah, and she's also
0: really pretty too, so people pay attention. She puts on too
1: much makeup.
0: I know you said that. I think she still looks ravishing, but she looks naturally without makeup as well. She looks so much better.
1: She looks very radishing without makeup.
0: Radishing, oh my god. Radishing. There she goes with the word again. Um, But you know, such as yourself. I mean, you don't need makeup to look beautiful. I think you, more than anyone else, would know that. Um, But nonetheless... Um, what I was trying to get out of here segue out of my compliment segue to the compliment I'm trying to think of like, something to say here uh, yeah with uh, Alicia Fox uh, Alicia Fox <laughs> uh, Alicia don't give a fox about her um, <laughs> oh
1: that was great
0: uh, thank you I've been working on that one uh, yeah I think she's going to get killed by Ronda Rousey and oh Ronda and Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam as of right now Ronda's got the size advantage on her she's got the badass advantage over her Who do you think walks out the Raw Women's Champion at SummerSlam? Ronda Rousey or Alexa Bliss? Does she have? Is she going to get hers at SummerSlam?
1: Ronda Rousey's going to win. You think so? Absolutely.
0: I think so too. I think the question is in how long. How long do you think it would take for her to beat Alexa Bliss?
1: Um, I don't know. Not a short, not a short match, but not a really long one.
0: I think the Alicia Fox match can go pretty short because Alicia Fox. Oh, that one will
1: will be two seconds.
0: Yeah. I think Alexa Bliss will be more of a threat, if only because she's smart, and she can run outside the ring and like try to get Ronda Rousey counted out or something like that. So I think it'll be more of a competitive match, Mm -hmm. but the end result is still not in doubt. Where I think Ronda Rousey's going over and becoming the new champion. She's
1: like I'm. I expect great things from her. Just by seeing her for like five minutes on the screen,
0: she has it. Definitely has it. So, I'm liking Ronda Rousey, liking her appearances on Raw. She's really one of the people where are on Raw right now. There's not a lot of people to tune into that's like, oh my god, this person's making Raw bearable for me. Maybe that's
1: why she's on there, to kind of keep it more interesting.
0: Well, then also because Raw's like their baby, the WWE's baby. It's their flagship show. It's the A show. SmackDown's way better, but Raw will never not be their show. You know what I mean? When you talk to a non-wrestling fan, they know what Raw is. Maybe not SmackDown, but they know what Raw is. You know what I'm saying? That's why Ronda Rousey's on Raw. But it is smart to have her on Raw. cause SmackDown doesn't need the help. They don't really need Ronda as much as Raw does right now. Monday, got to
1: spread out the stars. They exactly.
0: Have. They can't have them all in one show. Um, that's why it's Monday Night Rousey. Monday Night Ronda. So I'm looking forward to uh, Ronda Rousey screwing over Alicia Fox in next week's show and just hopefully annihilating her within seconds. Also on the show, we had Elias performing his little concert. Your dad, not Elias, then. He's not walking with Elias as I am. Um, Elias coming out to promote his new album now available on iTunes people can check it out the guy's an amazing singer Thanks, Bob Dylan this man is no <laughs> and then he was interrupted by one oh speaking of Bobs Bobby Lashley coming <laughs> on out to interrupt Elias that was a completely unplanned segue by the way but Bobby Lashley comes out all smiles lays out Elias this served absolutely no purpose and I love Elias I like Bobby Lashley I'm not even really sure what this was designed to do Except set up a match between the two at some point down the road, maybe at SummerSlam on the pre show or something, but even that I don't really give two shits about. I really do not care to see Bobby Lashley against Elias. I really, really don't. Um but yeah, any other thoughts on this segment, Alexis?
1: Um, I don't I barely know these people. I knew Elias a little bit. A little bit, maybe okay. when I came back in like June. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I don't give... I don't really give two shits about them. I don't like his shtick. I think it's dumb. He's It a reminds me of... You know who it reminds me of?
0: Fand- don't say 3MB. Fandango. Who
1: He's way better than Fandango. I also, I also hate...
0: I hated Fandango, too, because the guy wasn't much more of a glory... Than, he wasn't much more than the theme song. The theme song was more popular than he was. Well, yes. But Elias but, is genuinely talented. I don't... He's like, no. he trashes every audience that he appears in front of. And it's amazing. I love it.
1: Maybe I haven't seen him. I haven't, I haven't seen him really for that long. Like, okay. Maybe, thing. nor do I care to, wow. I have no interest in him.
0: Hopefully he grows on you. Like he did me. Cause he'll like come out and he'll call people scumbags. And the crowd is so into it. Like in Chicago, when I was at money in the bank, he, he called everyone in the audience, including yours truly a scumbag. And the crowd started chanting, we are scumbags. We are scumbags. And it was amazing. Like Chicago ate it up and they like love to be called scumbags. So that's a Chicago issue not a uh, not not a WWE fan issue. Hopefully not. But anyway yeah Elias and Bobby Lashley no interest from you?
1: No. Absolutely not. Did
0: nothing no. to pique the interest of Alexis over here so and I can't blame her this was really just a filler segment. Braun Strowman in action up next taking on Jinder Mahal <laughs> on this show. That was awful. Jinder don't give a two shits about Jinder Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't care at all. The guy is terrible, awful. Don't give a crap about him. Don't care what he says. His promos are just atrocious. So, yeah. He faced Braun Strowman here, and he won! Braun Strowman I got really- counted out after Kevin Owens aided Jinder to victory. Not because Jinder and Kevin Owens are like lovers, as you would ask Maybe They're basically not, not even in an alliance together. It was just more so a way to give Jinder a victory. And allow Kevin to distract Braun long enough to give, you know, not to make Jinder win. It was more about making Braun lose. If that was, you know, that's more so the uh, point here.
1: I think that happens a lot.
0: It happens quite a bit. Why you would, you would think by now that wrestlers would get over the fact they're being distracted and focus more on the match. Right. But it has yet to happen, which is very silly. But anyway, uh, Kevin and Braun are facing off at SummerSlam. And if Braun wins, or if Kevin Owens wins, excuse me, he wins Braun Strowman's Money in the Bank contract. So that's what's going on here. Kevin Owens becomes the next Mr. Money in the Bank if he does beat Braun at SummerSlam. So, Your thoughts on this uh, pseudo-match? Really not much of a match at all. Really just more of a way to further the feud between Braun and Kevin Owens. Um, But do you think Kevin Owens will find a way to outsmart Braun Strowman at SummerSlam and take that Money in the Bank briefcase?
1: No, Kevin Owens is dumb.
0: Kevin, Kevin Owens is dumb, Kevin, Alexis says. Kevin
1: Owens' brain is like one layer.
0: Kevin Owens is dumb. Alexis 2018 over here. It is. His or brain is. is like one layer. Brain. His brain is like one layer. Okay, I'll remember that. I'll remember that. Did
1: not he Did he run away from Braun when he was trying to distract him, or was I making that up?
0: No, he ran away. Yeah. And he, he, he
1: can dish it out, but he can't take it. He, he can take it. No, he can't.
0: He can. No, he, he got can. choked off the top of a steel cage. Choke slammed off the top of a steel cage at Extreme Rules. And he still lived to tell about it. Kevin Owens is the MVP of Raw.
1: No, yes he
0: not. Fight Owens, fight.
1: No. Yes. Absolutely not. Fight
0: Alex's fight. I
1: cannot stand him. I can't stand him. So you
0: want him to win at SummerSlam, you said? No! <laughs>
1: I like Braun Strowman so much better.
0: Get these hands.
1: Get these hands.
0: I love Braun Strowman. The chant, the t-shirt, the everything, you know. The guy's great. So you think Strowman's going to win at SummerSlam?
1: At least I want him to. Okay. But I think he will.
0: I think he will, too. I think he's holding on to that contract, the cash he did in on either Roman or Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam or the next night.
1: If he doesn't win, then it has to be like some, like Kevin Kevin Owens is cheating. If he's...
0: If Braun Strowman loses. If Braun Strowman
1: loses?
0: hmm Okay. Okay. I can see that. Uh, we'll see. I don't think... I don't think Kevin Owens is gonna win. He beat Braun Strowman, technically, at Extreme Rules. He's not gonna win. I don't think he'll win this one. I think Braun Strowman's taking this one home. But, um... Yeah, Jinder Mahal, moreover than anything else, don't care. Yeah, don't Yeah, see, care. We,
1: he, he was in this match and we didn't even talk about They're
0: not him. even talking about Jinder Mahal. He won the match, <clears throat> who gives a shit? Exactly. Who fucking cares? The guy is terrible. Uh, We had members of both Titus Worldwide and Authors of Pain facing off here. Didn't give two craps about this either. Uh, These two teams apparently had a beef right now to determine the number one tag team on Monday Night Raw. Apollo Crews facing off with Akum of the Authors of Pain. This went no more than a minute. And Apollo Crews won off off a distraction and off a roll-up victory. So Apollo Crews walking away with a victory. Um, Can't say I was too invested in this at all. The match was okay. I like Apollo Crews. But um this feud is again over nothing, just really nothing going on here at all. And I like the authors of pain, but especially on their own, I mean they don't feel like a dominant threat at all. They just feel like a bunch of losers, as do Titus worldwide. So um, did this segment match do anything for you, Alexis?
1: Absolutely not.
0: Absolutely not.
1: I think it was like, it was like the first one. It was just a filler match.
0: Just a filler match. Yeah, complete it did nothing filler match. For me. Nothing. Did it make you want to see the authors of Pain and Titus worldwide face off in an actual match at some point? No.
1: No, it did nothing for me. Absolutely not.
0: Complete joke.
1: I wasn't invested in it like I should be.
0: No. There was nothing to get hooked into here, hooked onto. It was just There's no feeling to get hooked onto, if you know what I'm saying. Hooked on a feel bum bum I hooked on a filler match bum um, bum. Match was complete filler. Really nothing more much more to say about it than that. Um, we can move right along to one of my more favorite matches of the night. I thought it was the best match of the night. Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, one-on-one. you boy, Seth Rollins emerging victorious or by disqualification. But even before the bell rang, thanks to the interference from Dolph Ziggler, this was a real good match. Drew and Seth worked very well together. Seth has had his um, work cut out for him recently because he's been facing Dolph and he's been facing Drew and Drew's been interfering in Dolph's matches and Dolph's been interf- interfering in Drew's matches. So it goes both ways, and Seth cannot seem to win a decisive match without one interfering in the other's matches, but as a match I thought it was great Seth Rollins is firing in all cylinders right now in his pursuit of getting back the Intercontinental championship this puppy sitting right next to you that belt right there that my my child essentially hey, 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 don't touch without my permission don't touch belty don't you even freaking put your tongue on it either that's weird you don't know where that thing's been yeah yeah go ahead and lucky you don't know where that thing's been. That's been around the waist of some sweaty-ass man in Milwaukee. Yeah, and you look at it anyway. <laughs> Disgusting. Now I know what I'm getting into here. Oh, maybe I have to consider going out with this girl. Anyway, so, um, just kidding. I love you. Um, So, yeah, Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre getting back on track here. Your thoughts on the match, and how much behind were you? Uh, how behind Seth Rollins were you for him to win this match?
1: I just want to pre- uh, preface this. Seth Rollins and I are married.
0: Okay. Ever since. As Bailey and I are as well, so we have that in common. Exactly. Okay. We can double um, date. Yeah. I'm into that. We
1: could. Let's do it. Let's book it. Actually, Seth, Seth Rollins might might be a little uh, eerie about that. I don't know. Okay. I'm he talking. knows he's
0: got competition. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, that's true. Gotcha, very gotcha, Very stiff gotcha. competition. Mm-hmm.
0: Bailey, too. To watch out for you. Bailey might have to watch out for you. We'll see.
1: I'm always very invested in him. He's... Seth Rollins just has it. He doesn't have it nearly as much as like anyone, like the very big people do.
0: I think he does.
1: I think he d- he does to a certain extent. He doesn't have it like you know the like the Rock. He will never. Well, no one is no
0: the one's the ever going to be the next Rock. That's a little different.
1: You'll find that I think, I think at some point.
0: Always that one oh, okay, she's optimistic. She's always optimistic. You're too optimistic sometimes. But go ahead.
1: There's always that one person that just blows. Eventually.
0: Up. Eventually, in every group, no one in the roster is right now. I don't think no. it's the next Stone Cold. There's The Rock, yeah, but
1: <clears throat> no, but Seth Rollins, I really like him. I've, I, I've, he's been my favorite for a very long time ever since I first watched um, wrestling. But I was rooting for him. You were rooting for him. I was rooting for
0: him. Merge victorious here again, once again proving that the odds are not in Seth's favor. So he's got the odds stacked against him, two to one with Drew and Dolph. I'm um, at Summerslam. It will be Seth versus Drew McIntyre, or excuse me, Dolph Ziggler again for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, no stipulation on this match. The last one was an Iron Man match. This is just a straightforward, standard singles match. Um, and if Seth wins, he gets back the belt. If he doesn't, it might be over for him in the Intercontinental Championship picture. As of right now, though, knowing that Drew is in the corner of Dolph at the pay-per-view, does Seth have any? remotely chance of a shot of getting back the gold.
1: I hope so. I don't know. You hope so. I want to say yes, but I can't, I can't see that happening. Like what Seth winning. I can't, I, I want to see it happening, but at the same time, would it be more interesting if he didn't, or would it be more interesting if he did? What, what would happen after that? Like, where would the rest of that go?
0: That's the thing with Seth. I think if he loses again, I'm not sure where he goes or like who else he goes after or what else there is to vie Does for. Does his
1: character change? Maybe. Or...
0: Knowing like, that he can't get the job done, maybe.
1: Maybe he turns bad again. I he don't could.
0: Know? He very well could, but I, th- I like his current role as a good guy because the people are very much behind him right now.
1: I liked him as a bad guy.
0: I think he's maybe good as a because bad guy. I was
1: first watching him when he was a bad guy and maybe. I just loved it. He's
0: just great right now as a good guy.
1: I think he could go either way. He's he really he's could. He's, he's great awesome. in general.
0: He's great both. With both characters, I'll ask you this question because I know you're personally invested. Seth Rollins, like I said, got the deck stacked against him here against Drew and Dolph. He needs some sort of backup. Is this a time we see Dean Ambrose <gasps> return to Raw? That's a good
1: question. Raw?
0: Do we see Dean return to Raw in the near future to aid Seth in his feud against Drew and Dolph?
1: Listen, if that happened, that would—that's a great idea. Props to you for thinking of that.
0: Just saying. That is just a saying. that's
1: a very good idea, and I could I, I think if that happened it would spice it up a little bit more.
0: I think it'd be one way to bring back Drew McIntyre or not Drew McIntyre. Dean there's a lot of D's here. Drew, Dean, Dolph, and Seth. Um, but like it would be a logical way to bring him back under the fold. It
1: would make perfect sense. It would be it would be smooth. All he, of that, it would add more interest to it. Yeah, and think it's think not random great.
0: either. I think is the last no. time we saw Dean, he was tagging with Seth. They're very good friends. So it would make sense for him to come back and, you know, aid Seth in his assault on Drew and Dolph. And I think we could even, maybe even next week, maybe not at SummerSlam, but maybe even next week, uh, Drew is facing one of them again. And then Dolph interferes, or Drew interferes, whatever. And then they're beaten down, and they're beaten down, and they keep on going. And then just out of nowhere, you just hear Dolph Dean Ambrose's music go off. And I would just freak the fuck out. Oh my god, I'm getting
1: too excited. Stop. How amazing would that That be? It would be so cool. I miss hearing that. I miss hearing that. It would be so good. That's good. And that would also give uh, Seth something like a place to go and something to do. That's a good
0: idea. Fuck, I'm really pissing myself off here because now that I say that, I think he might come back on the Raw after SummerSlam. And now I really want to go to that Raw, but I also want to go to that SmackDown. So I don't know which one to go to now, which one we should go to. I think SmackDown will be the better show, but I think Raw might have more returns in store from Dean Ambrose so I'm it not sure it would be sure. good
1: either way you pick one I won't say fuck I mean because I, I really mean, want to see Dean Ambrose so we'll say I promised my husband I might see him oh yeah I don't know my other husband Daniel O'Brien. oh, oh wow okay she's two. Dean Ambrose my third husband oh my
0: goodness four time now Jesus this uh, hot little number over here balancing between guys Jesus yeah, I know yeah
1: the most important ones in front of me though. oh
0: god you're such a sweet I see how you salvaged yourself there you saved yourself <laughs> Good comeback, <laughs> um, yeah. So Dean, Seth, that's Drew, a great. Dolph. Are you calling that right now? I'm gonna call it, gonna call it, because I don't see how else you can bring back Dean if he's not involved with Seth Rollins. Do you think it's, it's about Rollins. time for
1: him to come back too?
0: I heard September, but he can always come back. At, September's next month. He can come back ahead of schedule.
1: Well, yeah. Don't also don't you think they could have l- said September? Yeah, absolutely.
0: To- Braun Strowman, he got hurt last year. They said he'd be out for six months. Came back in six weeks. Wow. They said that because they they knew he'd be back sooner, but they wanted it to seem impressive. Like, oh my god, he's back earlier! But he, he they knew he would be back. He'd be out for six weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, we'll see. But I, I do like the idea of Seth and Dean reuniting against Drew and Dolph, and that oh being the god, way I that. Oh my god, I cry
1: such happy tears. And
0: then maybe Roman Reigns gets involved, and we get the Shield. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima Delta, the Shield. Ba-da-da. I think that would be awesome. So, we'll see. Awesome!
1: Okay, that would be.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Also on the show, we had Woke and Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, uh, take on the Revival after the B-Team was interviewed as the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Don't remember a single thing they said. But basically, the whole purpose of this match was to establish who gets the next shot at the Raw Tag Team titles. The former champions, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt or the soon-to-be champions, I hope, the Revival, Dash Wilder, and Scott Dawson, whom I'm a big fan of. Um, the Revival did emerge victorious here in a match that was okay at best. I think the Revival has some momentum on their side, so I'm glad they won. Um, but your thoughts on the current Ra- Raw tag team title picture, the Revival, Hardy and Wyatt, the B-team, authors of pain, Titus Worldwide, does any one team catch your eye at the moment?
1: Um, Not particularly.
0: Not particularly, Not she particular. says. Not
1: particular. the uh, The people individually do because some of them are really new, and I didn't know that they were, um, part of stuff like like I didn't even know the re- like revival was a thing, mm-hmm. or um, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy being a, a tag, tag team. team. I didn't yeah. even know that. Um, or Bo Dallas. Yeah, that's new to me. That's- yeah. Very new to me. I was not expecting that. I was expecting to come back and him go believe. Say, can that. you
0: believe that he's one half of the Raw Tag Team Champion?
1: I can't believe that he's in a tag team now. He's
0: in a tag and a half of champion. He's a champion right now.
1: If I had to pick one, I probably would say um, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt because okay. I do. I will really like Bray Wyatt.
0: Okay, you're among the deleters of world. You're yes. a Woken Warrior. Yes. Okay, Woken Warrior is Alexis. Gotcha. Yes,
1: definitely. Because I, I just really, I really liked Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy out. He's growing on
0: me. Good. Good. I like to hear that. You're you're off the list. You're not on the list of. uh, I'm not on the
1: list of Graham.
0: Not on the list of uh, Graham GSM anymore. So, got yourself. You're you're working your way towards uh, redemption. So that's that's good for you. Um, But yeah, the revival emerging victorious. We'll see what happens with Hardy and Wyatt if they get their Raw tag team title rematch at SummerSlam. I expect it might be some sort of multi-man match. Maybe a three-team, four-team match. Not sure. Speaking of tag teams, the women were in action on the show as well, Sasha Banks and Bailey back on good terms. They've been teasing tension for months. They rekindled their friendship, back on the same page, best friends forever. Might as well have been freaking making out in this matchup. They were all over each other. It was ridiculous. It's so sickening to say. Sickening. I don't like the whole goody two shoes, we love each other so much. Like, no, give me some real bad blood. Wanna see some cat fights, wanna see some hair pulling, wanna see all that shit. And they faced the Riot Squad here, Lynn Morgan and Sarah Logan. Banks and Bailey did emerge victorious on uh, another step closer to uh, becoming champions or something. I'm not really sure what their goal is, but they were back on the same page. So, uh, your thoughts on the, the women's scene involving Banks, Bailey, and the Riot Squad?
1: Are they uh, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey are a tag team? Or are they just, they were just together?
0: uh they're friends and they're kind of sort of a tag they're pretty much a tag team because they call themselves the hu- the the hug and boss connection the bug the boss and hug connection something like that on raw this week they have their own tag team name they had matching outfits so i would assume this they are a tag team they're
1: a little buddy buddy for me and a, little a little too, too much fake. it's too much and it's not it's not what i'm here to see i'd rather see the worst side the caddy side like you yeah. said it's more interesting
0: do you think that they might be doing it over the top because one of them might turn on them, turn on the other one before long?
1: That could happen. It might happen. Might not happen. Um,
0: I would like to see Sasha Banks be the one to go heal and go, you know, turn on Bailey and like backstab her because I've seen Banks, I've seen Sasha as just a bitch before, and she's great at it. She's really, really good.
1: It could happen. So we'll see. They do set up a lot of stuff really um, subtly, really subtly, and quick yeah so it could happen
0: it's like that one can turn on the other that's how girls are in real life anyway you get their best ones when they're the best friends one day they're enemies the next yeah mm-hmm. i
1: actually hate you i'm just you know <laughs> i'm <Yeah>. saying for, <laughs> i'm
0: saying girl to girl i'm not saying guy with girl. so me you know I, I already understood that you hated me but i'm saying like you know just girls with oh girls. yeah of course you know that's just how people are that's what people are we they love each other one day they hate each other the next it's way, uh,
1: Maybe it'll be Bailey. Almost. Who knows?
0: Maybe. I mean, she turned on her a couple months ago, and the crowd was going crazy for her, because they've never seen that aggressive side of Bailey before. They've only seen her as the hugger Bailey for so long. But she brought out an aggressive side a couple months ago, and like, beat the shit out of, uh, Bailey. And she called her, she was like, you ain't shit, Sasha. You ain't you ain't shit. Not on the microphone, but like, off camera. You can hear her saying that to Sasha, which was pretty amazing. Oh,
1: they're not bound to last them.
0: They're not. Because if they fought before, they're bound exactly. Shit like that doesn't last forever. Uh, and then we get to the main event segment. So, uh, Brock Lesnar finally resurfaces, does not get fired. Paul Heyman seems to be all in a ruse. It seems to be all a ruse with uh, you know Paul Heyman saying, you know, oh, Brock Lesnar won't get fired. And then he starts smiling, that creepy-ass smile that he showed in Brock Lesnar's music kit. He lays out Kurt Angle with an F5. Kurt Angle eats an F5. Baron Corbin almost met the same fate before he was attacked by Brock Lesnar. Or he wasn't attacked, but... He was forced to flee from the ring because of Brock Lesnar, and then it was only Brock and Paul in the ring. And then Brock Lesnar taunting Paul Heyman for the first time and seemingly ever. They've never really teased tension in the time that Brock Lesnar has been back in the company. Um, so Brock Lesnar turning on Paul Heyman, not fully, but you know showing some tension there. And um, it was a very interesting, you know, um, it was really turn funny. of events. Very funny to see, uh, you know, Brock Lesnar attack. Paul, i talking more on this episode than you've ever heard him talk before.
1: Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I've never heard him talk that much. It was
0: interesting, yeah. He was quite the talker on the show.
1: Ex- yeah, and it's his voice is not what you would expect. Not
0: what you would expect whatsoever.
1: Sounds like a completely average businessman. Yeah. And like then you com- see who it is and you're like, well, shit.
0: Yeah, he sounds like, um, like just some typical farmer, like some farming boy, because he, he grew up in Minnesota, so he has that accent really? a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, he has that accent. He, he lives in Canada now. Um, wow. Yeah. So, that's Brock Lesnar for you. He's a ruthless son of a bitch. Showing, you know, taking out prisoners, showing no love loss for Paul Heyman, Baron no. Corbin, or Kurt Angle. Um, I know it was kind of teased and it was, you know, alluded to in that coverage that you were reading on Bleacher Report that maybe Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar are on the outs. Maybe one turns on the other at SummerSlam. Could you see that happening?
1: I think anything's up for grabs at this point. I, I, which one do you see would turn on the other one? I don't think Brock really cares that much. No,
0: but I think Paul Heyman might realize that this is a loose cannon. He's going to cost me a lot of money. I think that Roman Reigns has his number. Why don't I just turn on him when I have the chance and side with the real winner, That's what Roman I'm Reigns?
1: Paul Heyman is smarter than Brock in that sense, but because Brock doesn't really care, he's not gonna. He's already in his mind on his way out.
0: Exactly he wants to be exactly. And he wants to take the title with him to the UFC, so maybe Paul Heyman's thinking maybe I don't want that to happen after all. I don't want it to cost my job, so maybe I could turn on him when I still have the opportunity inside of the real winner and Roman Reigns. Yeah, could you see that uh, happening going down at SummerSlam?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So we'll see absolutely,
1: there, so. that would definitely spice it up a little bit.
0: They need some spicing up because as of right now, I could not care less about the main event for SummerSlam between Brock Lesnar. And There's got to be a
1: lot of stuff that they know is going to happen. They're not telling us because it's a lot of surprises sure. in store. Sure, Definitely some stuff that we've mentioned.
0: And I love surprises. You love surprises. Always makes for a better show. Yes. So we'll see come SummerSlam what surprises are in store for the biggest party of the summer. So that being said, before we close it out, real quick thoughts on SmackDown. I know you didn't get the chance to watch, um, but Charlotte Flair did return on the show this week, earned herself an opportunity at the SmackDown Women's Championship at SummerSlam. By beating the current champion Carmella in non-title action, it's a triple threat at SummerSlam, Alexis. We got Carmella, we got Charlotte Flair, we got Becky Lynch. Do you kind of like the involvement of Charlotte? Does it add another layer to that view than that wasn't there before? Or is it more like, okay, this girl's been gone for months. She comes back, gets a title shut out of nowhere? That makes no sense. And she's kind of stealing the spotlight from her best friend. Are you in favor of that or are you not in favor of that?
1: I never really liked Charlotte Flair at all. So Good. I never liked her. Don't care for her. It's interesting to see that she's getting involved. See with, see how that goes. I mean, if it's going to be bad. I don't know if it's going to be good. See what happens. We'll
0: so See what happens. I, I like think, the unexpected. I like the unexpected as well. I like the idea of Charlotte winning the title and then Becky kind of getting jealous and then Charlotte turning on her. Then we get those two kind of going at it, going into the Evolution pay per view in October. I like that a lot better than anything involving Carmella. And they have that history anyway with Becky and Charlotte. They've been best friends. They got brought up to Raw together three years ago, so they've been de- they've been best friends for a long time. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I thought that was a good focus for Tuesday's episode. We had Daniel Bryan calling out the Miz, which was fucking great.
1: That was priceless. You have
0: to watch this in order to believe it. This was awesome.
1: Yeah, I just read it, but from it what was what I so knew-
0: good. Very good. They have the history. They have the chemistry. Do the math. This is going to be a great match at SummerSlam.
1: They have the perfect, like... Dichotomy. Opposing yeah, personality. Great, yeah, great
0: dynamic there. I love it.
1: It's They're perfect. so
0: different. They're so perfect for each other. That's what makes this the best possible feud right now for both guys.
1: I agree.
0: It's capturing my attention. I'm compelled. I'm engaged. Yes. And I want it so badly. And I love The Miz. I want it so badly... See Daniel Bryan beat the living shit out of him and punch him right in the fucking face at SummerSlam. They're doing a great job of making you want it. Because so far, they have yet to go at it with each other. They've only really teased physicality, but they have never actually gone at it so far. They
1: need to do that with a lot more.
0: I know. They need to make you want to see it. But when you see it too often, like with Baron Corbin and Finn Balor, it's not going to want to make me see the match because we've already seen it like two or three times. You know what I'm saying? With The Miz and Daniel Bryan, the slow build that eventual boiling point on the eventual culmination of their feud at SummerSlam it's gonna be big I can't fucking wait for it it's gonna be really really exciting so I'm looking forward to that other highlights from SmackDown Sheamus and Cesaro did advance in the SmackDown Tag Team title number one contenders tournament by beating the Usos so next week it's the Bars Sheamus and Cesaro versus The New Day Uh, the winners earn an opportunity at the SmackDown Tag Team titles against the Bludgeon Brothers at SummerSlam Any favorites between those two teams? You don't like the New Day? I
1: fucking hate the New Day.
0: But do you like Sheamus and Cesaro any more than you like the New Day?
1: I don't like them for, like, different reasons, though. Okay. I used to like Sheamus, because he turned bad a while ago.
0: He did. He's He's a lot better as a bad guy, I think.
1: You really like the bad guys, don't you? I
0: love the bad guys.
1: He's a weird bad guy. He's weird. He, like, makes me really uncomfortable. I don't like him. The New Day is freaking weird in another way like their whole shtick is so irritating Mm -hmm. so annoying it's like I'm in preschool yeah I don't like it I love it I don't
0: I think it's great
1: I don't have a favorite there at all it's fun to watch them because I do like to watch them and just be like yeah I don't like you that's stupid yeah yeah but like I won't watch them just I I won't not watch them just because I don't like them yeah I think it would be more interesting yeah so maybe they can change my mind.
0: Understandable. Maybe in time they will. But for now, I got Sheamus and Cesaro going all the way. I think they'll be the ones to face these SmackDown Tag Team Champions at SummerSlam. I think that could be a great match. Samoa Joe addressed AJ Styles on the show targeting his family, saying that you're never home. You're a failure of a champion. Come SummerSlam, when I beat you for that belt, you you're not only is your family going to be happy because you're going to finally see your dad again, I'm going to be the fucking WWE Champion. I didn't drop the f bomb in there. I just incorporated that myself. <laughs> but I love Samoa Joe. I love the whole what they're going for here with Joe and AJ. I think this is going to be a barn burner of a match at SummerSlam. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Orton, Randy Orton, that is, taking turns attacking Jeff Hardy, um, beating down the Charismatic Enigma, oh, and I didn't um, like that. no, not the ear thing. This is something else. Well, no, I'm not.
1: Ta- I know. I'm just talking about I like what he did. He like took his shirt off and yeah. all that. Yeah. Yep. Took his face paint off.
0: It erased the um the enigma, part of that his personality. Is, and
1: didn't he like take his necklace? Yeah,
0: he took his necklace too. He's like, I have the enigma right here in my hands. That
1: is messed up.
0: He feeds off that energy. This
1: is a Feed different Feed me your energy. Feed me more.
0: Feed me more. Shout out right back.
1: <laughs> this is a different Feed me Morton? No.
0: Feed me Morton. Get it? Orton, Morton. Never mind. Go ahead. No. I'm, I'm sorry. the real star of this. Or, show. That was awful. Yeah, you really are.
1: No. <laughs> This is a different side of Randy Orton that I don't want to see. I love it. It makes me... Like, I I didn't know... I don't know if he was like this, if he's done stuff like this a long time This is relatively
0: new. He did maybe a while ago. He did. He he used to be really dastardly and vindictive about a decade ago. He targeted the McMahon family, uh, Triple H, Stephanie, Shane, Vince. He, like, handcuffed Triple H to one of the top ropes. And then, while Stephanie was... She came down to the ring to help out Triple H... He laid her out with a DDT from the ropes and then, like, kissed her on the lips while she was out on the ground while Triple H was watching.
1: Okay, this is really... I don't... He that was, sounds like him, yep.
0: Yep, so he didn't... So did, uncomfortable. He didn't do that for a while, now he's going back to doing it, and I love it.
1: I mean, it's interesting. Not
0: the kissing thing, but, like, the just the being <laughs> the sick thing, you know? I think it's awesome. It's interesting.
1: Awesome. It adds more to it, but... It's fucking weird. I like, love it. It's so weird. Like, I kinda, I felt Speaking bad watching him just... Sh- strip uh, Jeff, Jeff Hardy, Hardy down as, like, a man.
0: Yeah. Literally
1: and figuratively.
0: Good. Yeah, exactly. It's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable, so I think he's succeeding well, in that Well, yeah,
1: respect. no, it's it's good.
0: It's doing its job. He's doing his job as a bad guy. And finally, Zelina Vega and Lana facing off. Um, Two members of the respective team. Zelina Vega is the mouthpiece for Andrade Siet Almas. And, and Lana. Uh, Lana is the um wife of Rusev. Yeah, I She's, do. Uh, a Rusev Day supporter.
1: Didn't know that. Yeah, she's never she good
0: in the ring. Wrestling. Yeah, no, she's uh, yeah, they're a real thing. They're a real uh, couple. Well, I and, didn't know uh, she
1: was wrestling.
0: Uh, no, that only really started about a year ago, and she's really not that good yet. This was okay at best, but Vega did win after another interference from Aiden in English, who was a uh, Rusev Day tag team partner. It was Rusev's tag team partner tension within the ranks with Rusev Day? So Zelina Vega picks up a victory, but uh, overall, no, you didn't watch it. But SmackDown a much better show. Raw. Just
1: by reading, I know it was like I was more pulled into it, and I was reading it, and I usually don't like reading things. Yeah, so that says a lot.
0: That says quite a bit, but um, yeah, that was Raw and SmackDown from this past week. Anything that you saw slash read about that makes you want to tune in for next week and moving forward as SummerSlam quickly approaches, Alexis.
1: Anything with Randy Orton, I really want to see what happens with that. Okay. I want to see what he's going to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, the women. Not, okay. Not divas, I, I guess. I like that.
0: You're making progress.
1: Um, I want to see what happens with them because I want to li- like them. Yeah. But I don't. They do nothing for me right now. I think it's because I haven't paid enough attention. I want to pay attention to them more and see what's going to go on. See what's going to happen. Okay. I want to see special appearances. Okay. I want to be surprised.
0: She wants to be surprised now. I want to
1: be drawn in. Let's go!
0: Let's go. Okay, just give it time. Smackdown's definitely, you know, a lot better than Raw. Raw may not be capturing your attention at the moment speaking you know sparking your excitement but maybe in time that it will maybe come a SummerSlam they'll switch things up a little bit and give us new fresh feuds that you can sink your teeth into coming into the fall season going into the fall I'm very
1: glad Daniel Bryan's back too yes
0: yes 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 yes. yes. so it's very glad it's a few look, worth looking forward to. One Daniel Bryan of the Miz yes. is going to be great.
1: When I first found out he was back, I was with you and I was like freaking out. Yeah? Freaking out because I love that guy. He knows how to pull in a crowd,
0: he's the best. He knows how to uh, electrify an audience. A lot like The Rock. Yes. Very few people can say yes. that. Yes, yes. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to a lot of things right now <laughs> in the world of WWE. And we'll maybe watch some shows together next week, depending on when we're working, when we're together. Maybe yes. watch Raw or SmackDown. Absolutely. Here, you're, you know, here, there, anywhere. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you'll be at SmackDown in a couple of weeks or Raw. Sylvia to make that decision. We got a couple of weeks, so we'll see. I would love to uh, go to either show with you, regardless, and give you your first experience at a WWE show. And maybe do a full live report of the show on the way home or here the next day or whatever. We'll see. That would be amazing. So, anyway, Alexis, before we let you go, uh, your YouTube channel, like you said, anything else, any final thoughts you'd like to spew before we uh, end the episode here?
1: Um, no, not really, no, no final thoughts.
0: No final you thoughts? You will know my,
1: you you can follow me when I've been on here enough, and you want to follow
0: me. Okay, well, you can follow her anyway, because I'm going to be tagging her in, like, the, the, the promotion for this episode in hashtags. So oh, you're going to see her tweets. you're fun. If you follow me on Insta, you see her on Insta all the time, so you're going to follow her regardless but anyway, guys, you can follow me anyway. If you don't want to follow her, that's fine, but you should. Um, if you want to follow <laughs> me, if you want to follow just her, not me, that's a little weird, but yeah, that's what i too. But well, whatever. <laughs> you can follow me on the socials, at Rant on the Twitter machine, on Facebook, on the Book of Faces. Like the page, give it all thumbs up at facebook.com backslash graham.gsm.matthews. And also on YouTube, at youtube.com backslash c backslash Ramjius and Matthews on the Insta, on the IG as the lit kids are calling nowadays. Get lit for a twenty buck. Um, you can follow me there at Instagram, or Mina, at I N S T A G R A H A M M I R M I N A. And also, of course, nextairwrestling.net. My full written reviews of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, main event. Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, it's all up there, baby. All up on the website. Check it all out right now. All my written reviews of the shows and of course, new episodes of Wrestle Rant Radio are available on there as well. Yes, Alexis, they are available on the website, but wow. If you don't want to go on the website, it's a lot easier to just do it through iTunes. So go to your phone right now, search up the Apple Podcast app, search up Wrestle Rant Radio. You got that down? rant one word, that down. radio the second word, okay? Okay. You're going to want to re- rate the show. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to review the show. Uh-huh. You're going to want to subscribe to the show. Ah. You not only get every new episode on Thursdays, every single Thursday, new episodes. We take no weeks off here in the show, Alexis. New episodes every single week, breaking down the world of WWE and beyond. Perfect. You also get every archived episode dating back to October of 2013. That's almost wow. five years worth of coverage. Wow. Five years worth of shows. Over nearly 250 shows, endless hours of content with me talking about wrestling with people like you and so much more. Interviews with the stars of the world of wrestling, Chris Jericho to Ryback, plenty of interviews in the archives of WrestleRant Radio. Just search on it on iTunes and you can pull it up, up an episode from any point in the last five years. It is now easier than ever to listen to WrestleRant Radio. So that being said, guys, like I said, Alexis will hopefully be back here on the show at some point down the road. Maybe, um, you know, after we go to maybe SmackDown in a couple of weeks in Brooklyn, we'll see. Time will tell.
1: Yes. But
0: until then, though, Alexis, thank you for joining me here on the show. It's been a blast.
1: Thank you for having me. Of course. Anytime. Anytime. Anytime.
0: All the time. In
1: fact, I might steal your show.
0: Really? Stealing yeah. hashtag You and now hashtag, ask or now WrestleRant Radio as well. Yeah, hashtag yeah. AskAlexis and now WrestleRantAlexis. Wrestle yes. Alexis Radio. I'm Don't not a, wrestle me. I might have to. All right. For my show, for the. It comes down to that. Let's go. ding, ding, ding. ding. I got Belty on my side. I'm already the Intercontinental he's Champion. On the side, Actually, he's on my side. Actually, he's next to me. Fuck me. All right. Anyway, guys, we'll catch you next week. I'm Graham G. and Matthews for Alexis. We'll catch your ass down the road.